Welcome everybody, my name is Naivi, this is Too Much Free Time FM, where this Malaysia guy tells you about something he likes. Maybe in this case, something I have a lot of opinions and a lot of gripes on. I'm telling ya, this is gonna be a fucking doozy. We're trying to limit this to under 30 minutes, so you tell me your comments in the comments below how well I did for this 20 minutes to 30 minutes. Because today, we are talking about Isekai. Whew, I'm telling you, there are a lot of tropes and a lot of aspects of Isekais that are both comforting to read and also annoying to read because of how often it happens. I think it's just really, really way too common now. I can't help but find a new isekai to read every two days. Why the hell is there so many? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Alright. Let's get this started. But before that, get a drink. I have Chang beer again this week. So good. Get a drink, chill, or don't chill, because we're gonna have a fucking opinionated debate on the annoyingly enjoyable isekai genre. Now, the isekai genre it basically stands for in another world subgenre of anime and manga stories, where either an individual who is overtired or a deadbeat, a life who didn't work out for them gets reincarnated or literally just transported without consent into another world to fulfill a quest or given a second chance in life, right? Now, there are a lot of appeals that I found repeating appeals that make me really like reading and watching these types of stories. Now, let me tell you the few things that I really like about the isekai manga that I've, I've read or watched over the years. Let's start from the beginning, right? Sword Art Online was obviously one of the most popular ones at the time, 2012. Very popular, very interesting because it had the drama of, oh shit, we're stuck in this alternate, well, VR in this case, alternate reality to our own, where we have to fight to survive. That was interesting at the time. Or the second type. Konosuba, where you died of an unfortunate circumstance. In this case, it's comedy, it's satire, so it was funny as fuck. But you die of an unfortunate circumstance. This goddess of this world blesses you with a chance to relive your life, either as your current self or as a reincarnation in this new world with a blessing of sorts, with either a gift or a power. Or number three, ReZero. You are transported into this world without consent with no unfortunate warning to fulfill a certain quest. Either you find it yourself or something. You have to fulfill a bigger purpose. And uh, in either you struggle like a bitch with tragedy and pain or you breeze through it like a fucking tank. No, nothing can phase you. These are the four types of common stories that I found in, in a lot of isekai genres. And um, I'm kind of annoyed with how many copy these types of stories as well. But um, which are some of my favorites right now? In my head, shows that I really, really don't mind rereading or rewatching. 
Mushoku Tensei, ReZero, Konosuba. These are three shows where if you told me right now to watch it, I would join you. Easy. These are fun watches. They have appeal outside of the other adaptations. There comes the gripe I have. Now, when it comes to things I like from reading Isekai, it's the, the struggle of somebody readapting, trying to build a life for themselves, a second life, right? In a world that is simpler, not to say easier, a lot simpler than the modern world, which obviously since these are all stories written in the Japanese culture, a lot of social, um, a lot of social standards to me, a lot of like overworking culture and a lot of stuff like that you can leave that behind and build your life with the simple foundation that the world has presented with you either with magic or no magic right and the second type of story that i really like especially when reading manga is a story that is written very very deep looks very far ahead like the world is just a lot to do for the main character to struggle and to build relationships with so that they can achieve that goal when a manga or anime is so simple where the character just doesn't need anybody or even if they need a few people they don't really really have a consequence in what they do to other people they don't have like a social anger those are the types of stories that i really have gripes with and uh, you know let's talk about the gripes so uh one of the gripes that i have is with how many there are and how how lackluster the writing and maybe even the adaptations are um let's say recently i've been reading one of them okay one of them is called um let me find it one of it is called how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom and the other one is called The World of Otome Games is Tough. These two are pretty good reads from my opinion of the manga because they are medium stories. Each chapter is 30 to 40 pages and they have at least 50 chapters. That's a sizable chunk of time to dedicate to reading this story. And the character relationships are pretty well defined. Very, very likable characters, not because they're just like self-inserts or not because they're goody two-shoes, because they have their own thoughts and they have influenced people in that world to follow them. So I became a fan. Now these anime adaptations, now the manga and the anime are both derivative, derivative works of the source material, which is usually the light novel. But I really enjoyed the details being presented in the manga. When I watched the anime though, oh, the voices, okay. The music, nothing really stands out the animation as a visual type of guy fucking hell that does not meet my expectation what the fuck man i was like ooh, the art style looks so nice in the manga let me go check out the anime the anime is mid as fuck man like okay another example is beast tamers the anime right i watched that as it was airing um, the manga was pretty nice. I like the relationships between the characters and the beast tamer themselves. The anime though, very, very basic. I mean, 
yeah, you have a limited amount of time to portray a lot of stuff, but you made everyone not as cool looking, not as cute looking or whatever, not as intricate of a character, not as like deep. Uh, a lot of cases this happens, you know, even if the story is exactly the same, the character writing is exactly the same, the appeal is not there. The appeal of the standalone medium that is anime is not really set. Like, why should I watch this inferior version when the better version is right here in my palm of my hand? Like, ah, yeah, sure, voices and shit, sure. But if I read, if I watch it one time, I'm not reading that again because really there was no appeal after that. That's one grab I have. Lackluster adaptations. Number two, too many stories that reuse the same exact tropes. Now, let's say a lot of cases, they have romance, right? But the romance aren't built with a very solid writing between... Like, the, usually a good romance, in my opinion, is built when two people who have went through a lot of struggle together decide to, you know, settle down together, commit to a relationship, either it's polygamous or not, whatever. This is fantasy, right? You dedicate yourself to making them feel important. I think that's very important as a man commitment to a woman especially in these scenarios now this isn't this isn't limited to man to woman right obviously women to woman works man to man works doesn't matter the thing is a lot of these stories don't actually feel you don't feel any commitment from the main character to the cast a lot of the case the supporting cast is just there the main hero is the actual thing you're looking at and in a lot of cases, the main character isn't really that interesting, to be honest. Either they're overpowered, way too stoic, way too detached. Nothing. Nothing. I, I, I don't remember you. I don't feel like you have done anything substantial enough to make me remember you. <sighs> like a lot of these stories. Now, I'm not saying every story is amazing because the more you read, the less amazing each story becomes, which very normal. I am currently in that in that state. But I like reading Isekai a lot. It's basically junk food, you know. It's it's not really satisfying long term, but you know, I am bored. I wanna read. Yeah, it's it's kinda sad, not gonna lie, it's kinda sad. But uh some other examples I have. Um by the grace of the gods, uh, Hyakuma no Inochi, the lives of a hundred, like, thousand, no, th a thousand, uh, hundred, uh, uh, lives of a million, I forgot that the names are already, uh, Isekai Deskiru, um, Kenja no Mago is the grandson of the sage, right? Um, ba 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 ba, Isekai Ojisan was pretty fun. Uh, it's very hard to stand out in a lot of ways because I think the isekai genre of writing is not utilizing more genres. Why do I find Mushoku Tensei, Konosuba, and ReZero separately appealing? ReZero is a very very hard struggle of a character who is beyond average and powerless but tries his best 
with a fake persona at the start, but eventually breaks down and actually achieves the thing with his whole heart. Konosuba is a pure satire where you know every single person here is a fucking dumbass and an asshole, but you like them all the same. Mushoko Tensei is a person who has taken every single lesson from the past, hits him hard, learns to get out of it, and builds his own proper life back. I don't know, these are stories that actually make me remember them. Aside from the fact that they're visually, visually and auditorily fucking amazing as anime. I just really, really enjoy the relationships, either the politics, social economics, the character drama. These are things I enjoy. But a lot of isekai just don't properly do this. Right, okay, the most recent isekai that I've been reading right now, I'm reading this one. Right fucking now. Right now, my isekai life, I gain a second chance where the main character is like Kosano Yuji, blah blah blah. This manga is 59 chapters, each chapter is 60 pages long. Meaty as fuck in terms of time sync, but I am so fucking. I feel so mid, so nothing too major. Like, I'm in between, I'm not bored enough to be bored, but I'm not really satisfied enough to be satisfied. But I skip reading it because like I know this story, once I finish it, I won't be reading it again. But I'm reading it because it's junk food, right? I like junk food. This is a type of story that is annoying. Like you're both not bad, but you're not good. And it's annoying with how many Isekai stories are like this. But this is just one of them. Isekai smartphone is the most fucking obnoxious thing. Arifureta as well, like, I really hate those. You're overpowered not because of your ability to get resources, not your ability to gain like using your past experiences to build a new life. No, 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 no. You're either blessed or found the right partner or found the right circumstances. Everything just lined up for you. Everything lined up and now you're the fucking champion. What the f- That's boring. Maybe another story, okay? Maybe another story like where the main character is very strong, like uh, the Isekai assassin one, right? If I remember correctly, where the main character is strong based on his experiences of the past. He wasn't special individual in the past. Reincarnated and is now trying to rebuild his repertoire of skills as this new individual and at the same time supporting the people in this world to fend for themselves i think that's very important being able to build the people in this world a proper relationship right and supporting them you may be overpowered but you're not actually supporting them you're just being a nice guy you know you save the fucking world you save the town boring as shit it happens sure but if you're gonna ask a normal person, if you even if you had a power, if you didn't have anybody precious actually, would you really, really be that heroic? Maybe. But in most cases, you should probably just fend for yourself first. And if the story is just like, yeah, everything, you just you are just way too powerful from the start. That's boring as fuck, man. I'm telling you. 
Isekai and fantasy are two sides of the same coin. Most cases, Isekai is in a fantasy world, but Isekai can be in a sci-fi world, you know? But I'm just saying, a good fantasy story is the foundation to a good Isekai story. If you can't make a good fantasy, your Isekai story is already pretty shit, you know? Another gripe, but this doesn't really count, uh, about fantasy stories is the, the, the fucking subtopic of like, oh, I am deemed as the least beneficial individual of the party. I get kicked out. Now I get to live my own life. Basically, it's just restructuring the concept of you're being fired for being not able, not as competent as your other fucking co-workers. Now you get to finally live the life you really wanted to begin with. Move to a fucking hometown, blah, blah, blah. That's just the same way of writing that story, but in fantasy. Sometimes Isekai does this genre as well. I'm telling you, there's a lot of repeat fucking tropes in fantasy stories that are kind of annoying. <sighs> but I can't help to keep reading them. Let me know if you have a lot of or any gripes on Isekai as a whole. Do you like them? Do you hate them? What, do you, uh, what shows do you actually like? Tell me in the comments. Alright, that's pretty much it. I think I've ranted enough today. I'm quite tired. My name is Snivy. This is too much free time. Hopefully you had a good time with this 15 to 20 minute little podcast episode on the isekai genre. You like it, you hate it, let me know in the comments below. We will see you guys on every single platform, Spotify, Podcast, and YouTube every single week. Too much free time. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers, everybody.